You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Welcome to April, everybody. It's April. And because it's April, I have decided to take Generation Rescue's April Autism Challenge, where you have to give up your biggest vice for 30 days in April. And as a big sugar fiend, I'm giving up all sugar, all added sugar and fruit, um, it's my first day and I'm already losing it because I had to turn down some Capello's grain-free cookie dough, which I love. And it's just sitting there staring at me. Even right now in my mind, I can see it and I want it. I can feel it in my soul calling me and I can't have it, but it's okay because I'm really excited because today I also received my first shipment of dry farm wines, which even if you're like me and you've given up sugar for the month, you can still enjoy it because it's sugar-free and all organic. And the best part is you won't even get a hangover. And who doesn't love alcohol that doesn't make you feel guilty for drinking it? That's right. And even better, when you go to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, you'll get a bottle of wine for just a penny. That's dryfarmwines.com slash Z-A-C-K. That's right. One penny. That's Trader Joe's prices without Trader Joe's wine dyes. So go and order it right now. And now to our ladies of the hour, because today is our unfiltered ladies panel. We've had lots of unfiltered guys panels, which are always a hit. And so I've decided it's time to, to bring the ladies on board and give some lady lady feedback. So first up, she's the author of the new book, She's So Boss, The Girl Entrepreneur's Guide to Imagining, Creating, and Kicking Ass on sale May 16th. Please welcome Stacy Kravitz. Hi, Stacy. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Nice to talk to you. Nice to chat with you. I understand you are wind blowing and hair blowing in the wind right now in Florida. I- I, I am in Florida briefly. I did find, I think, I think a slightly sheltered spot, but I definitely see wind blowing around me, but we'll do the best we can. Well, enjoy it. Pretend you're Beyonce on stage and there's just wind exactly. blowing in you. Exactly. Give me those vibes. I need, the, I need the big, like, puddle of water that I can dance in and splash everywhere. I don't quite have that, but, <laughs> yes. but otherwise I will channel her. Yes. And she's hosting the second annual Love Beauty Wellness Festival here in the heart of L.A. on July 1st. And you can pre-register now at lovebeautywellness.com, lovebeautywellnessfestival.com. Please welcome back June Farahan. Hi, Zach. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm loving the outfit today. Oh, well, I won't tell your listeners why Why I'm (laughs) sitting wearing a hat in your studio. No, I love it. It's very L.A. chic, like not outdoors, but I'm still going to wear a hat. You're just missing the sunglasses and you'd be totally vibing. Yeah. Now I'm missing coconut oil thinking of Stacy frolicking in Miami Beach. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes, I am frolicking. And this next girl boss just kicked off registration for her upcoming wellness retreat in Portugal. I have back on Soul Wellness Method founder, Shauna Felici. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you. She just doesn't leave. She was here last week and (laughs) I came in today. I'm like, she's still here. Rena, what is going on? Yeah, I I just keep my car parked outside. (laughs) I know. She lives here now. (laughs) How are you, ladies? Are you guys ready to kick it off? So excited. We have so many fun topics to chat about. Okay, so we're going to start off with love and relationships, okay? 
And these are questions that have come in from listeners, have come in from friends, or that I have uh, personally written because I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm personally interested. You just want to know. I just want to know. I just need <laughs> advice. Fear I need that love and advice. Um, first question. Are you ready? I'm going to start with you, Shauna. What's the best advice for br- bouncing back after a breakup? No contact period. No contact period. Yeah, 100%. Block him? Block her? Uh, I mean, as long as the person gives you space, I don't think you have to actually block them. But, like, don't check their things. Unfriend them on Facebook. Unfriend them on Instagram. Don't text. Like, block You them. need to just – but essentially, yeah. Block them. You just you, – no contact. No contact. Got to move on. June? I agree. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Yeah. Rip it off like a Band-Aid, like you're mm-hmm. getting waxed. What about you, Stacey? Oh, focus on work. Focus on yourself. I mean, not work, because work isn't... Something productive. Work, but focus on, yeah, being yourself and being you and doing your thing that you want to do that... I, mean, I always feel like after a relationship, you're sort of freed. Suddenly, like, you're super productive, and that's when you can really do all those things that somehow you've been being held back from. So do you, I, say, I say let that go. Wait, okay, so I have a real life situation. This isn't in the notes. You guys don't know I'm throwing this at Uh-oh. you. But so there's a real life situation. I have a friend who recently just found out her boyfriend, who she's in a relationship with, who she's been in a committed relationship with for a couple years, she just found out he's on Tinder. Oh. Oh, no. And she doesn't know what to do about it. And I'm like, well, you got to leave him. Mm-hmm. Did she approach him about it? Not yet. Well, she has to. Yeah. You know, you can't hold that in. You Is can't that hold something that. you can bounce back from? I don't think so. I think the trust is gone. I think the trust is gone. And it just means that he's already checked down. He's just seeing what's out there and testing the water. Yeah, it's the relationship news. at that point is done. It's over. It's Yeah, it's the seeing what's out there that's the problem. Yeah. Once you're looking around to see what else, oh, could I do better, then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. I feel guilty about making more money than my boyfriend. He recently lost his job, and I know it's hurting his ego is the guilt normal? Any advice? I'm going to throw this one at you, June. Of course, the guilt is normal because we've all been brainwashed to believe that men should make more money and men should take control of everything. But this is 2017. So, you know, it, every relationship is unique for some couples. I do believe that the traditional system does work. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother was match made with his wife mm-hmm. by my parents. So and it works for them. So I'm completely the opposite, obviously. My husband (laughs) is four years younger, and he moved in with me when we met. Mm -hmm. And I was making more money than him at the time. But for us, that's totally fine. And he tells me every day that he's totally happy to be a house husband if I end up becoming, you know, a billionaire. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So for us, you know, that that wouldn't be an issue. But it just depends on each couple. And I think communicate. Just have Absolutely. to communicate. And then today's also equal pay day. Is it? Yeah. So it's like all about the equal pay for women. Does it piss you off that men get paid more than you? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I would know. be pissed. For the same, I mean, yeah, for the same work, of course. Yeah. Is yeah. it only one day? Do we only get one equal pay <laughs> Right? Day? It should be all year. Just, I mean, I don't know. What's that about? What? Yeah. I don't know. It feels like you shouldn't be celebrating equal pay day unless it's really equal all the time. Or That's shouldn't right. we be rioting today? Yeah, you should be, <laughs> we should be marching in downtown right now. <laughs> on I have, the beach. I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, next question. Um, I come home exhausted from work every day. My boyfriend would like to have sex more often, <laughs> more than two times a week. How do you keep your relationship steamy while always being on the go, working and traveling? Stacy, I feel like this one you want to <laughs> take first. That sounds like me. I mean, what's he doing that he has all that energy? I'm not, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, you have to, it, it's a balance. You you kind of give a little, you take a little. There are the nights when you're, you just can't handle it. It's and he's got to get it. He's got to figure it out that it's not always going to be about him and what he needs. I mean, and he then has two nights, hands. You know, you, you ah! take one for the team, and you just, it's what you have to. I don't know. It's a balance, I think. It is a balance, uh, but I mean, he can he can do without. I mean, as long as I, I mean, would you rather have like intimate like a. Uh, connected sex or just sex just to have sex like i feel like sex just to have sex is just not fun i mean or i guess it well, can be maybe for one person it is but i mean in a relationship i just that doesn't sound ideal like if you're gonna sleep with somebody and you're in a relationship like you should at least be connected and it shouldn't be disconnected because i feel like that hurts the relationship yeah of course and i think you have to figure out well why are you so tired you know and maybe just try and work on that and focus on yourself rather than trying to please the other person or the husband that has a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, why are you tired? Are you stressed? Are you not getting enough sleep? You know, there's ways All to fix that. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. You need to order Gwyneth Paltrow's new supplement. Exactly. She has one called, Why Am I So Effing Tired? Exactly. <laughs> I love so it. good. Yeah. Shauna? Um, yeah, I think it definitely is a compromise. I don't think you should have sex, just have sex. But if it, if that's the, like the primary love language of the other partner and you know, that makes them feel connected, I think maybe there should be, can be a compromise for like once a week or something like that. Um, but I definitely don't think there, it should be like, what just about the it. excuse guys use, um, that because they don't have sex as often that gives them reason to look elsewhere? No, I mean, that's so stupid. I think when you're in a relationship where someone has to make that excuse to cheat on you, then you might as well just write off that Yeah, wrong person altogether, yeah. completely. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's an excuse. That's, yeah. not a, that's not a reason. Okay, next question. Convenience. Totally. Um, next question. I don't have time for a relationship. I'm too career driven. I often start up a combo only to ghost him and leave the poor guy hanging, which I feel guilty about. There's a lot of guilt going on. Mm -hmm. um, do I need to just buckle down and make time for dating? Sean, I'm going to throw this one at you. Yeah, because I, I can relate to this a lot. Um, I go through phases and I think it's something like when I know it's time, it's time and I'll make the effort and, and want to date. Um yeah, ghosting is not good. I think we've all, I've done it. I've been ghosted. Um, but I try to like be respectful about it. If I, you know, if I just don't have the time, like I'll, I'll end up saying that. Um, yeah, don't be a dick and ghost. Like yeah. actually say, look, I don't have the time. Don't especially, just blow somebody off mid conversation. Yes, especially if you've been out like more than three times, it's like you owe each other some respect. Like we're human beings. Like we, we can, we can treat each other with respect and exactly. dignity. Um, but yeah, I, I go in waves. Like I'm very career driven right now and it's hard, but I'm going on a date after this, so we'll see what happens. Hello. Yeah, first date. Ooh, ooh. Exciting. Right. <laughs> um, Stacy, what do you think? Yes. I mean, it, it is. It's, it always comes up. I always used to feel like I could do one thing well at a time. I either had a good relationship or I had a good career, something in my career happening, and I never could do both at the same time. And it just was, 
I kind of started to accept that, but it just somehow was, I had enough energy for one or I had enough luck for one and I didn't have enough for both. And Mm. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's not, there's no science to that, but it definitely was a, for a while it was a thing where it just felt like this is just how it's going to be. And sometimes it is how it's going to be. Like sometimes you, you really can only devote the energy you have to one or the other, but it's temporary. You don't, there's no reason that you can't have both or that you can't devote the energy that you have to. Yeah, it's to, about finding a balance. Yeah, for sure. I agree. June, you found a balance. Well, I think, you know, in this day and age, we're really fortunate to be women today because we are queens of multitasking, I believe. And we're much better uh, than most heterosexual men at multitasking. Um, I think. Women definitely underestimate themselves sometimes. They mm-hmm. don't think they can have a career and a relationship and kids and whatnot. But I know so many women who do balance all of those things. Yeah. It requires a lot of planning and being a lot more um, rigid about your schedule, I guess, in some ways and scheduling everything. And maybe you can schedule the sex too while you're at it. But um, I think women are able to do that. I know so many women who do it really well. And yes, they do get tired, but, you know, we can do it. It's just a matter of planning out how much time you also allocate to yourself to recuperate from everything else, because that's the one thing that leads to the downfall of the crumbling of trying yeah. to multitask, you don't allocate enough time for yourself. So, you know, between all of the things that you schedule, you got to have that downtime, you know, a couple of hours a week where it's just you, no yeah. husband, no kids, no nothing, you know, whining and tugging at you. And I'm lucky because my husband travels a lot. Mm-hmm. So that gives me time to go get beauty treatments without him waiting for me and all of that stuff. So nice. Yeah. That's good advice, June. Yeah, and speaking of, that transitions us into the next set of questions, which tackles beauty, which I feel like is right up your alley, June, with this Love Beauty Wellness Festival coming up. Um, First one, and I think we'll go in order. I'll start with you, Shauna, June, and then Stacey, you can close this question. Um, The first question is, what is your daily beauty routine? Um, I consider water beauty food or beauty, so Mm. I drink lots of water, lemon, um, I slather on lots of moisturizer, um, a serum of sorts, um, whether it's like more like high tech sciencey serum, I'll switch between that and like something like very earth driven, like natural. Um, to be honest, I'm not that loyal to brands. Um, so I, I go back and forth, but I'm, I'm really into moisturizers. Okay. June. I think beauty and wellness go hand in hand. So I'm all about, you know, beauty inside and out. So like Shauna said, water is a beauty ritual and we should all be drinking, you know, adequate water. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're going to drink your wines and your coffees, you got to even up the ante on your liquids. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I love green juicing because I believe that when you just, you know, add green juices to your ritual every week, it makes your skin really glow. Fresh pressed or store-bought? I I like to juice at home by myself. I have a really good juicer and I buy stuff from the farmer's market twice a week. You don't have to make it so complicated. And obviously, if you're on the go, you know, have a really good juice place that you like to go to. In LA, we're totally spoiled. I know. know, There's one on every corner. 
<laughs> but um, I think juicing is really great. And I do love serums and face oils, but it's, I think, everything, you know, in the morning I have my, you know, standard ritual, but even just going to yoga and getting a massage and, you know, or going to the Korean spa and getting completely scrubbed of, you know, all your toxins and your dead skin, mm-hmm. that to me is a beauty ritual too. And Shawnee, you were, we had this conversation last week about water, how we should stick with, I mean, what's your preference on water? Because there's coconut water and there are all these different yeah. types of water. Yeah, good old H2O, you know, all of this like really high alkalinity. Actually, when we have really high alkaline water, it begins to leach minerals from our body. So we want to drink what the earth produces, which is about like 7.5-ish, which is what you'll find in natural spring water. So you just can't go wrong. Like Mother Nature is perfect and it provides us exactly what we need. So just drink spring water. Warm ice. That's hydration. Uh, I don't ice it. I think it's a little harsh on the body. Um, and there are some other people who believe that too. Um, I like it like room temperature. I like people to chug it down, chug that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Stacey, what's your daily beauty routine? Well, for me, it's exercise. I feel like I need to sweat out all the crap. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean crap like because I'm putting so much crap into my body. It's just that I feel like, you know, there's... It's part of our environment. It's it's the way your body naturally detoxes. It's to you know your skin is your largest detox organ, your largest organ. So it's your largest mm-hmm. detox organ. So to be able to just sweat out the stress, sweat out whatever it is that's you know in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's you know body, mind, and soul. It's all kind of part of that. So if I can get in a good cardio, sweaty workout. That usually sets my brain going in the right direction. It gets my body going in the right direction. And then, you know, then I can maintain it from there because then I feel like I want to eat healthy food and I want to, I yeah, want to hydrate. And I, you know, solid, I, yeah, it sets a positive tone for the day. And you're exactly. nicer to your husband afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody after. <laughs> yeah. Okay, June, what's one product, beauty products you cannot live without? Oh, gosh. There's so many in my bathroom. But um, I have to say, if I was on a deserted island, I got to have an amazing oil of some kind. Okay. Um, and right now, one of my favorites is Bottega Organica Vanilla Face Oil. Mm. It's 100% organic. They actually grow their own herbs in upstate New York and Italy. Nice. And the vanilla one isn't vanilla like vanilla ice cream. It just has a hint of real vanilla in it, and it's just really nourishing. Sounds lovely. Yum. Yeah, I love it. Shauna? If I was on a desert island, I would pick chapstick and moisturizer. Chapstick. Yeah, I love like soft Eos? Yeah, you, there's actually a really good one. Um, Echolip. Okay. Yeah, they have like a oh, bunch yeah, of yeah, different ones, of clean, organic. Um and get those soft lips. I think I would pick coconut oil because you can just use it for everything. Exactly. Yeah. It's like chapstick. It. and yep. Yeah, totally. What about you, Stacey? Um, well, I've started to understand the importance of sunscreen. And I have this one that I bought in France that I will go every time and back to the pharmacy <laughs> and buy it again. It's this Aven. But it's hardcore. Like you cannot you use a tiny little bit of it and it's, your face is practically white. But it's... Mm-hmm. It, you could go out pale as a ghost, put a little bit of this on, and be out all day, and you won't get burned. So that's great for me because I can run outside in it. I can be out wherever, do whatever, and I don't get sunburned. I love that. Okay. What about when you guys travel, Shauna? What's the, the one 
item you never travel without? Moisturizer. And I always have water with me. It's annoying, like sightseeing, being out, but I always have water in my hand. June, you travel a lot too. I travel a lot. And, you know, it's kind of 50-50 between some sort of oil and a face mist. Um, because, you know, I am that person on the plane that wipes everything down and mists around me uh-huh. the entire flight, not I just my it. face, you know, because I feel like it detoxifies the air around me because ah. the air in the plane is so nasty. Yeah. And, you know, my neighbors always end up asking for a face mist too. So I end up spritzing everybody. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and does that, that keep, I imagine that would keep you hydrated because oh, yeah, traveling course. is very, yeah. like, it's so it dehydrating strips, on yeah. your skin. And if you use a really good face mist, it keeps you hydrated and plumped up so you don't have that stretchy, dry feeling on your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you have one that smells amazing, that makes you feel good, obviously you're going to be in a better mood. Your neighbors yep. will be in a better mood. Totally. Okay, Stacy, what about you? What did you pack in your bag to Florida? Um, well, I'm going to go with the chapstick, but not chapstick brand, but the, chap- mm-hmm. the idea of just a really nice... Lip balm. You know, lip balm that you can sort of swipe on. And, yeah, I hate that feeling of dry lips. And just to be able to just keep, you know, keep that moisture in and and feel sort of healthy and do that on a plane, do that when you get someplace. I love that. So You guys are such minimalists. I'm, like, packing a bag and taking this and make sure I throw everything, have my deodorant and my deodorant wipes and my everything. I do Shampoo pack a little bit extra. of everything. I do that yeah. with shoes. I have a really hard everything. time with the shoes. I don't do that with... The most I'll take is two pairs of shoes. Oh, that's Only because my bag is so full of other stuff. <laughs> it really... It's crazy. Okay. Um, last topic on beauty. What remedies do you have after a late night with maybe a little too much tequila, too much wine, too much sugar, but you have like a meeting tomorrow or a hot breakfast date. I don't know who does that, but let's say we do. A hot breakfast date. I know. Wow. <laughs> How do we Zach. look good the next morning? June. Well, I learned this trick from the movies a long time ago, but do a ice face bath. Okay. So you fill up the sink or a bowl with ice cubes mm-hmm. and you just, you know, you can either stick your whole face in there or you can just put ice cubes all over your face for 10 minutes and it completely gives you that, you know, deep puffed, you know, Ooh, look. I like so that. So it actually gives for you a long? facelift. How long? Um, I do it for like 10 minutes. Okay. Um, Wait, you just keep your face in a bowl of ice for 10 minutes? No, I have to come up for air, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That is dedication. Yeah. Um, But that's a really good way to de-puff. Okay. And also tea bags from like green tea tea bags or black tea tea bags on your eyes will okay. de-puff your eyes. So if you do get that puffy look, ice and tea bags works really great. Okay. And then I'll make some sort of beverage, a hot beverage with um, turmeric and some herbs that spruce me up. There's one called Eucomia Bark, mm-hmm. um, which gives you strength. And then Rhodiola, which is a brain tonic. Oh, I love Rhodiola. Yeah. Me too. So that will kind of spruce you up internally. And then the ice cubes spruce up your so okay. you don't look like you had a late night. And then okay. maybe some natural concealer. Okay. Shauna? I was going to say cold, cold water, washing your face with cold water, drinking lots of water, um, a green juice without uh, uh, sugar or um, fruit, 
And um, I really like is clinical active serum. I feel like when I put that on, it does wonders for my face. It's mm-hmm. not like super clean, I know, but it's it's very smart um, and it, it, it helps. And moisturizer. And then chapstick. Stacy. <laughs> I actually go for the, I mean, well, so first of all, the exercise and the sweat. I always feel like that's good. Sweat it out and then hydrate. But I go for the good old-fashioned cucumber slices over the eyes. Those that works. That gets rid of the swelling. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel relaxed. I like I love it. that. Zach, you know what I can see you doing? What? You be the guy that goes and gets an IV drip. Oh, I would totally yeah. do that. Yeah, I would so do that Zach. in two seconds. <laughs> that is so you. When they have an app that brings somebody to your house that can do that, I would be all about in it. In New York, they have they I have know. All the good shit's in New York. You. They need to bring it over. Yeah. Or you mm. can start the company, Zach. Oh, God. Because I don't have enough to do. <laughs> All right. I'm on it. Okay. Next topic, being a boss lady. Okay, June, I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to throw this one at you first, Stacey. Yeah, she wrote the book. Yeah. (laughs) Best career advice you wish someone would have given you before you got started? Oh, my God. I mean, a lot. Well, first thing I think that would have been so nice to have just had somebody say and then say again is just, don't worry about what you major in. I mean, there's so much... Oh, my God. So many people are so caught up on that and they don't realize... do this responsible, respectable, like whatever it is, like I'm yeah. going to major in econ and I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's ridiculous. Rarely does anyone really ask you what you majored in, or if they do, it's just sort of like a topic of conversation. It's not about, you know, they're not judging you because they think you learned so much by studying history that, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to do a great job. So I would mm-hmm. say put that aside right away and just like, just study something that you like and something that you're good at and that you can feel good at and that you can feel good about and enjoy for those four years because college is such an amazing time. And then also just accept that you're going to have more than one job. You're going to have many jobs and your first job is not going to be your last job. And your first job is probably going to suck, but you'll take something from it. Mm -hmm. Some little skill set, some bit of advice, something that someone's going to teach you that's going to serve you well later. And just, just go for it. Just start somewhere and not, you don't sort of think about, well, should I do this? Should I do that? What's the best way forward? Just go and don't worry about that first step because that first step always leads to something else and you never know where it's going to lead. Totally. And who's your number one boss lady that you look up to? I have so many and it tends to be more of a type than an actual person. Like when I saw that movie Hidden Figures, I just, it's those kind of women, like those women that are those unsung game-changing, amazing, like, thoughtful, smart women that, like, nobody heard about because the way women tend to work is that they're they're just quiet and they just do the job that needs to be done. And they're smart and they get ahead and they they try to, you know, buck the system and maybe somebody will listen, but it, it doesn't matter. They still just keep working. And that's, you know, one example. But there have been so many throughout time, and those are the ones that I always latch on to because I feel like it's this, it's just a, it's just sort of a mindset of you don't have to be flashy about it. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. You just totally. have to focus on the thing that you want to do and just do it. Absolutely. Um, June, this next one I'm going to throw at you. How many, uh, I have too many things to get done on the daily. Sometimes it feels like I don't have time to take care of myself. I feel like that's a bad thing. Of course it's a bad thing. You have to take care of yourself. That shouldn't even be a question or, you know, an issue. I think, like I said before, you have to schedule whatever it is that makes you um, 
you know, be a really just happy person. And whether it's getting, you know, a yoga class in or, you know, getting some cardio in like Stacy, whatever it is that makes you feel good, some sort of physical exercise, sweating is definitely good advice, a la Stacy. But <laughs> I think, you know, you really have to indulge yourself and give yourself, you know, time to really uh, recharge every week. Don't totally. put off everything because you're trying to start a company or a business or build your career and sacrifice your health your and your well-being. It's yeah, not worth it. It'll come back to bite you in the Definitely. end. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Shauna, who's one boss lady that you really look up to right now? Um, it's hard because I admire a lot of the women in, in the wellness space. Um and then I admire women like an Ariana Huffington. Mm -hmm. um, but I think really the woman I admire most is my mom. Aw. Yeah. That's a nice answer. Yeah. Okay. And then to close out the show, I'm going to throw this quickly at each of you. Stacey, I'm going to start with you. What do you think is the is the number one key to launching a successful brand? Oh, um, it's funny. I think that everybody is so good at sort of self-branding now. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the idea of like knowing kind of who you are and what it is that you're putting out there that totally. I think authenticity is the biggest thing. Like don't try to be, don't try to pretend to be something that you think is the right, you know, mold or the right sort of seasonally, you know, appropriate yeah. vibe or, or person or persona. I mean, just really be who you are and think about what brand and what, what thing that you can actually support with everything that you believe and the way you want to be, because there's nothing worse than, an inauthentic Trying brand. to put something out yeah. there. Yeah, trying to put something totally. out there and, then try, and not actually having anything to say about it. June? I agree with Stacey. You know, you should just follow your passion and be authentic, and then you're good to go. Don't try to compare yourself, especially today with social media. You know, I think so many younger girls are just growing up in a comparative world. Mm -hmm. So just try to focus less on what other people are doing and really look at deep inside and figure out, like, what you love to do. Totally. Shauna? Yeah. I, I follow, be authentic. Follow your soul. Tap into what really makes you happy. Um, decrease the amount of time on social. And just just like, just like do what makes you the happiest and, and people will follow. Totally. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Everybody, you can go and pre-order Stacy's book right now. It's called She's So Boss, The Girl Entrepreneur's Guide to Imagining, Creating, and Kicking Ass. It's on sale May 16th. Stacy will be back in May to chat more about it. Um, and in the meantime, where can people go to follow you, Stacey? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. We have a She's So Boss Instagram, and there's information there, and the She's So Boss org. I'm sorry, dot com. You would think I would know that. There's uh, <laughs> awesome. information there as well. Awesome. And then June tickets are now on sale for the Love Beauty Wellness Festival. Exactly. Second event, July 1st, downtown LA. Where can they go to buy tickets? Lovebeautywellnessfestival.com and go to attend forward slash tickets. Love it. Shauna, you have a retreat coming up. Where can people go to register? Yes. Travels.soulwellnessmethod.com. And follow you at Soul Wellness Method. Yes, follow me there. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you don't have an Apple device, you can subscribe on 
Stitcher, or always listen at thenetworkstudios.com. Don't forget to head to dryfarmwines.com slash Zach and get your free bottle of wine right now.